0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this day after, the Strickland Podcast Network. Knicks win 102 to 98 over the Orlando Magic, bringing them to 30 wins on the season um as well as bringing them to a tie for sixth place in the eastern conference if you look back to last year the knicks had finished the season with 37 wins so they are well on track to outpace that so shout out to the team for you know just winning and you know can't complain with winning well i mean you can if you're us but um yeah, Knicks win. Um, shout out to Jalen Brunson. Um, really took control of things down the stretch um, in terms of not only getting his shot, but also setting up guys like Jericho Sims, who I thought had a really good game tonight. Um, yeah. So, you know, Jalen Brunson, 25 points, 5 assists, 9 of 13 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. Um you know, he
1: nice. He yeah. nice. He been nice. We, we love Jalen Brunson over here at the Strickland. Uh, great game from him. Great decision making down the stretch. I'm glad the ball was in his hands and his hands only. Just the to top dividend for making the adjustment that I think a lot of us knew needed to happen. There wasn't any Julius Randall ISOs It was, it was him play finishing. It was Jalen Brunson being the point guard down the stretch, and <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah, it was either a Jalen Brunson shot, a Jalen Brunson kickout, or a Jalen Brunson dish. So you saw Jalen Brunson down the stretch with a couple of clutch buckets, and then he had that dish off to Jericho Sims to put us up three, and once they were up three, then, you know, that was the game right there. And took a couple of ice outs um, from the free throw line, but otherwise, Jalen Brunson won us the game down the stretch, and that's why we pay him the big bucks.
0: Yep. That is indeed why we pay him the big bucks. He should be an all-star. There is a chance that he could be an all-star replacement. I doubt it, though. They'll probably pick a front-court player to replace KD. Maybe, maybe not. We can always hold out hope, um, as KD will be missing the all-star game. Um, so hopefully...
1: Drew Holiday got to take one with the team.
0: <laughs> so hopefully, you know, Jalen Brunson can replace him. He's well-deserving of it. Um, I don't know what more he has to prove to anyone else to show that he's an all-star, but he definitely is one, even if he isn't one by name. Um, so, you know, I thought he provided good minutes today. Um, great minutes today. Um, Julius Randle, 22-14-6. Really key rebounds down the stretch, especially that that last one. Um that was probably the fastest I've ever seen him move for a rebound. Ever. That man had
1: Dallas at his mind the entire time with the line. Like that game still gives me PTSD, so I think it gave him PTSD and that rebound. And so,
0: I'm glad I'm and I'm glad Thibbs had like all the bigs on the court basically at that time to yeah. make sure that they got the rebound instead of just like Deuce leaving and out like and Deuce and, and Grimes to like fend for themselves against the trees of Orlando of the Orlando Magic Um
1: which is wild because like they had, at one point they had like Paolo Banquero, who's 6'10 Franz who's 6'10 they had Bull Bull and then they had Jonathan Isaac so like three 6'10 dudes and another 7'2 dude and Julius Randle is the smallest player in that kind of like trees he's only 6'9 wild but like He was able to get that rebound, and it wasn't even close either. As soon as he came off the rim, he was there. He jumped for it. He got it. And that's what you like to see. You like to see um, your bigs getting out there, getting those rebounds, battling paint over those trees.
0: Yeah. Um, To say, though, I mean, the way this team started this game, they're lucky they were playing the Orlando Magic. I mean, I, I give credit to Orlando Magic because they've been a team that's been playing well over the last couple of months um but they're still a team that you know you can take advantage of them um I know Knicks were fortunate because they started off this game really pathetic bring up the ball so slowly letting you know Markel Foltz really bother us with ball pressure um it was just a really rough start um you know, when you face off against the team of Orlando, you can do that. But, like, next game we have versus the 76ers, I mean, hey, we were fortunate to come back against them once. You don't want to test fate twice. So you don't want to test fate twice um, going down early against a much better team. So, you know, shout out to the the Knicks for, you know, being able to adjust – Definitely playing with much more pace in that second half, especially the um, latter half of the third quarter heading into the fourth. Um, it definitely made the difference in terms of, you know, just getting into sets faster and, you know, getting the ball moving. I thought that was, that was key as well.
1: Yeah. I, I did like the place that they paid with um, after the first quarter. I felt like they were able to really fight and it back. And I felt like the ball was to pick around a ton. Um, as it's actually pretty indicative in the assist, like they had 21 assisted, 37 main shots, which is a pretty decent ratio. Um, so yeah, I feel like the ball movement was better, I feel like their processing as a team was better. Um, and ultimately speaking, like they were able to capitalize on a lot of their opportunities. They also hit 15 threes tonight, which is one of their better shooting games in three point land. Um, at least four Knicks hit three threes tonight, so quickly had four. Brunson had three, Julius had four, Rand, Um, RJ had three. So it was a really decent shooting night for them. And they only shot 35%, but it's still pretty decent for their standards. And yeah, good game all around for shooting, good game around for the processing, the passing, especially after the second quarter.
0: Yeah. Um, quickly, quickly, another great game off the bench. 18 points, three rebounds, four assists, a steal. Seven to 15 from the field. Um, four of nine from three. Love that he's taking so many threes and hit 40, 45% of them. Um, I will take that any day. Um, was definitely a huge catalyst for us, you know, being able to keep up with the Orlando Magic. I felt like a lot of tonight was a lot of back and forth basketball. And there were times where we would miss a shot. Um and shout out to, like, our offensive rebounding in certain instances where it gave us, like, second and third chances. And IQ was able to capitalize on, on, on a couple of those opportunities. So, you know.
1: I think on like one play in particular where, like, Sims gets offensive rebound, they put it up for three, they miss. Randall gets the offensive rebound. IQ puts it up for three, he misses. And then I think Randall gets another offensive rebound. And then uh, IQ hits a three, and it's like, that's what you want to see you want to see the team like fight for those possessions you want to see the team you know battle and scrap and make it work and they were able to make it work tonight which is really good to see
0: yeah and you know um the six man of the year campaign continues
1: i don't want to hear nothing about no benedict matherin I don't want to hear about no Russell Westbrook if you say Russell Westbrook six man of the year you're either a Russ stan or you don't know basketball right now the six man of the year is manual quickly it should not be close but this is unfortunately a PPG award and someone like you can argue Norm Powell with me and I'd be like okay but like it, it I think quickly should at least be top three in that conversation
0: He has a very, very convincing case as of late um, with the way that he's been scoring and just being able to do everything. Um, Yeah. Um, Jericho Sims. I thought he had a great game today. Um, Eight points, nine rebounds, um, two steals. And, you know, he provided some really key baskets in that Fourth quarter, including that um offensive rebound and then the put back dunk. Yep. Um, which I think helped us take the lead at one point. Yeah, I want to say. And he fought for that too. He had two offensive rebounds in that position because Obi missed it. Uh I think, I
1: think no, Obi got the first one and Jericho got the second one. But point stands, like he was able to fight for it. He really made it work. And yeah, man, like you love to see Jericho sometimes games like that. Um, I think he's had a couple of really good games. I think there was three. Um, I think the game against the Clippers, he played pretty well. I think the game against the, um, the Sixers, he played especially well, especially when he's had the switch on the perimeter in the second half on Joel. And I feel like he's played really well this game. So you'd like to see him getting that confidence. Um, there's only a couple of games left until the All-Star break, and you assume Mitch will be back by then. But eight, nine, two steals. Couple of assists, um, five offensive rebounds from your third string center is a good day at the office for Jericho Sims. And the only shot he missed tonight was a heave from half court that almost went in. So, good day for Jericho.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's see what else in the box score we talk about. Um. All right. Let's get to RJ Barrett. Um. Rough first half. Um. Much better second half in terms of scoring. Defensively, still an issue. Um, I don't know. I mean, they said, um, I think they said that he heard what Clyde said. Hopefully that lights a fire under him. Maybe he needs the all-star break to recalibrate his brain um, on that end. I don't know what it is, but defensively something does have to change with him. Are we
1: gonna to blend the bubble guts tonight?
0: I'm not. I'm 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 tired of like like it, blaming or making excuses or anything like that. But um, I mean, it's it's
1: sick. It's Mercury in retrograde. It's the finger. I mean, he's always
0: sick. It's like at what oh, point do you just like get a new nutritionist or a doctor or
1: some Uh I, I
0: don't know, but um. I will say I I did like that he he was able to turn things around in that second half especially in the fourth quarter. I think he scored about like 8 or 10 points in that quarter. Yeah. Um definitely able definitely was part of the effort of helping us take and sustain the lead. Um and I thought him playing over Grimes was fine cuz I didn't think Grimes really had the most spectacular of games which required him to close over RJ. Uh, and maybe Thibs just thought the size of RJ was better versus the Magic Because the Magic are one of the more larger teams in the league um, With the amount of length that they play With Bobo, Isaac, Paolo, Franz I mean, go down the line of guys that are like at least 6'5 and up I want to say on that team So Yeah, they, you know.
1: they got a couple of big boys
0: Yeah, they are Yeah so yeah I'm I'm hoping that you know he can you know turn it around even further versus the Sixers um it's going to be a very interesting matchup he didn't play the last game versus the Sixers so we'll see who's he guarding as well as you know what's like the matchup for him um but yeah
1: I um Yeah, I just... You cannot keep punting first halves with R.J. Barrett. Um, Especially when the idea is like this big three, this big core, and then it's like you put the miss that he's starting with. He comes off the game, you're playing catch-up, and then you put him back in to start the second quarter, and then the lineup is giving it all back because you're making him option number one with the bench unit. And it's like, you can't do that. I... I have been a long proponent of I think the first sub should be Julius. And I feel like, Omi we should be able to run with the starters for a bit of the first quarter. But the problem is Julius is so good in the first quarter that you can't really take him out. And again, tonight, I think he had a decent first quarter. Um, uh, Actually, no, only three points. So my, my bad. He had a good second quarter. That's where I'm mistaken. But yeah, so it's a matter of like, they can't have Julius sitting down in the first quarter because realistically they need his offense. And I would I don't know. It's just it's I don't want to see him run the bench unit. Um I think it should be Brunson and or Julius. I think he could still have an IQ for Brunson. I feel like you'll be okay with that. But ultimately, like then he needs to perform better. He needs to be able to take those leaps and strides. And if he's not doing that, then there are going to be some hard conversations to have.
0: So, yeah. Um,
1: also, why the hell does Cam Thomas have
0: 48 again? Are you serious?
1: Yeah, he has forty
0: again. What? Uh huh. Three straight 40 point games is insane. It's fun. I
1: don't, bro. They got, if it, oh my God. <laughs> This is actually ridiculous. I like guess PPG got to go up through the roof after this game. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, son has been hooping.
0: Anyways, back to some Knicks <laughs> basketball. We do not have anyone dropping three straight 40 balls, but we do have 30 wins, and we are slowly creeping up in the Eastern Conference standings. So I will take that. Um,
1: after this game, we're going to be, I think, three back or maybe two and a half back of fifth, and we play the Nets before the um, the All Star break schedule. And you're hoping that without Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Benson is being a shell of himself, that this team can finally,
0: no, finally do it. It's not happening.
1: if Thomas is going to play like he's an all-star, then God damn it, he's gonna whip our ass.
0: It's not happening. We're not getting yeah. the Nets. Like there's just like a curse over. You know.
1: Yeah. Let me not even get my hopes up. Let me not even get my hopes up.
0: We're about to get. I, I just. I'm. I, 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 I'm. I'm. I'm letting folks know now. Don't get their hopes up. Like oh, just, just, just expect. For him to, you know, I mean, just, just expect for the Knicks to not, you know, beat the Nets. That's just how it goes.
1: Yeah, we have our pants at our ankles and that's okay.
0: Like, they're going to light us up from three as usual. That's what they love to do. But yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> let me get back to the Knicks box score real quick pull-up. Who else? Sim- um, not Sims. Um, Hartenstein didn't have that good of a game. He was in foul trouble. Obi, six rebounds. Um, I think he had like, I want to say two offensive rebounds, I want to say. Um, no. Uh,
1: no. Did they fucking choke this game? No. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Whew. I-, I thought the fucking Suns lost their damn mind. Hire Isaiah Thomas, all of a sudden you forget how to play basketball.
0: They didn't you hire Isaiah Thomas. They
1: did, son?
0: No, they didn't. Chris Haynes had, had to put out a tweet saying that he got it wrong. Oh.
1: Okay.
0: That guy's only good for Dame news. That's it. All right. Never mind. That guy stinks at his job unless it's Damian Lillard news. Um, but yeah. um, Deuce with donuts across the board. Wow. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty for Deuce McBride tonight. No, it was not. Um all right. But he gave it he... energy,
1: so can't really complain.
0: I honestly forgot he even played, honestly. I'm not even gonna lie.
1: I think he only played like yeah, like he only played eight minutes. Like they needed yeah. every minute of Brunson tonight, so I can't even get mad at him.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um
1: got a it. Okay, finally, shit.
0: So I think we're gonna get to some comments now because I mean we talked about how ugly this win was, I don't think we have to talk about that. And where's my... Here we go. All right, let's pull up the ad read. So that way. We can get rolling here. Um, It's probably about the Super Bowl. Oh, no, it's about NBA. Okay. NBA fans, it's time to bring Hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week... new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit you'll get a bonus bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Let's get into some comments. Shout out to everyone that's been leaving comments. Definitely continue to leave comments as it will go comments and questions as it will guide us as we continue to um, dis- discuss. My brain is running on empty right now so forgive me. Um, One of those days at work.
1: Yep, felt it
0: um so Chris Bernhard gets us started why is it that whenever the Knicks face a team that is full of lanky dudes they just can't get anything going um yeah Knicks have always struggled against length. that's why like whenever we play the Orlando Magic I'm always like not I I guess worried you can say but um yeah it's just always a little bit of a concern um I don't know what it is because we do have I mean I think it's because of a lot of our, a lot of our guys rely on getting to the rim yeah. and that length bothers those guys.
1: We rely a lot on like getting to the rim and jump and like jump passing. Yeah, like bother with those things.
0: Yes, to a huge degree. Especially guys like RJ and JB, they rely on the drives and the kickouts and those jump passes. So, even someone like IQ does jump passes a bunch too, so it's length is always going to bother us just because there's a way our players are wired and how they operate.
1: Yeah, so nothing you could do about it except for like take perimeter shots. I think you see the next take more perimeter shots when like they are face with length, and tonight it worked out, so good to see it. Yeah, I think they adjusted really well after the second quarter.
0: Mm, okay. Chris Bernhardt also said these coaches really put in a fake pass happy player from Indiana over JB. We given flyover states love now.
1: <laughs> no, it's do I look. Do I understand Tyrese Taliburan's a good player? Absolutely. The fact do that we he have made to acknowledge it, over, it? No. No. And the fact that he made it over Jalen Brunson is ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. Like Jalen Brunson is the better player. That should not be an argument. Like Jalen Brunson is the better player, and it's because of the Knicks. You can't have two All Stars if you're a quote unquote mediocre team, and the Knicks were seventh at the time. So like, maybe the Knicks are fourth. They get two, but like, he he should have made it.
0: Yeah. I still can't get over the this 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 forty ball business. This is insane.
1: Cam Thomas becomes the youngest player ever to score forty plus points three games in a row. He might go for fifty against the Knicks.
0: You know it's happening.
1: I know it's happening. That's the worst part because he gave us that work last year when we had that big athlete against um, the Knicks um, against the Nets with Carrie with that, Katie and Kyrie playing. That was worry, the most no.
0: depressing post game show oh. of last season
1: oh no they were worse they were definitely worse
0: no i think that's literally the one where I like i literally just didn't have anything to say straight off the bat oh
1: man i gotta think about it now
0: but we have grown past those days thankfully um i oh, don't know
1: it got really depressing in like the summertime <laughs> Not the summer. oh it got really depressing in like december it was bad for a minute
0: um ace Bouchard says magic are an intriguing team specifically with their size and defense but i don't know about that offense though the offense still needs some help i mean a lot of their players are still finding their way but they do also still have like a lot of solidified pieces that like know their role um like Fultz is like the guy that sets all sets up everybody else on their team um Wendell Carter Jr. is pretty solidified in his role of what he does, what he brings to the team um, as a starter, night in, night out. Um, as well as who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Am I saying? I'm thinking of um, Bancaro and, and and Franz. They've solidified themselves as like the two, I guess, like you want to say cornerstones of this team so far. Um, the two six ten wings, or wing and um, Bancaro. I guess you qualify him as a big sort yeah, of. He's but, like, he's a big
1: fight.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the the, the Magic, they, they have some work to do. I mean, they've been pretty good as of late, but they still have a ways to go. But, I mean, they definitely gave us a, a fight tonight, so respect to them for that.
1: Yep. Just, sometimes One of the just rare
0: like, teams in the league I don't have any beef with. Dude, who
1: else you got beef with? Like, that as a Nick, as like, as Knicks Nick's fan, like, how many teams do we really got beef with? Like, like well, we got personally. no, like, we got no beef with, like, the Hornets. I mean, like, th- there's no West team we have any beef with besides, like, the Lakers. Maybe Dallas, if you want to throw them in there, but, like, I, I don't know.
0: It's me personally. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you just be hating on teams for no reason.
0: I have reasons.
1: <laughs> also, what the... So, Cam Thomas had no points in the first ten and a half minutes of the fourth quarter, and then he scored 14 points in a minute and a half.
0: What? That doesn't even make sense.
1: Bro, we... I, they got to test this piss. Uh, uh.
0: You know that drug test is coming.
1: I know it is, because they know what he doing this off of God-given ability. He got
0: the LeBron float. Something. Um, all right, let's get to the next comment. Severinks. He said, we should have lost that game. That's how badly we played. It's just the Magic have no idea what they're doing yet. Um, he said the Magic are actually 17 and 12 in their last 29 games before tonight, so they're not as bad as people are making them out to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I I've always acknowledged the Magic to be to be one of those teams that's been playing pretty well. As of late, um, I mean, they beat Boston three times. Mm -hmm. They beat the Sixers coming back from down 20, um, just like we did. And they beat the Warriors. So they are a team that is not to be messed around with. So, yeah, I definitely was not underestimating them heading into this matchup.
1: That was a trap game to, like, The trap gave me his degree and they were able to pull it out, which is good.
0: Yeah. And that's a credit to them. I mean, Marco Fultz really, you know, was shaking things up in that fourth quarter. Definitely had me a little bit nervous thinking that, you know, this either might go to overtime or something else. But thankfully, we were able to pull it out. We showed some resilience. So (laughs) that's credit to the Knicks for doing that. Hopefully they can do that against, you know, better teams. Because you know that's what really makes or breaks you in the playoffs, I think. And... I'll, give, I'll
1: give them props though. Like they've been playing a lot more cohesive basketball in the fourth quarter. Aside from like that really dumb ass Mat- Batum three, I've liked the la- the teams last fourth four quarters. Fair. Yeah, I think they played well against the Heat. It looked like varsity basketball at times. But, like, I think, ultimately speaking, the sum of that game was pretty solid. I think they played really well against the Sixers in the fourth quarter, and really well against the Magic. And I think, again, this is the, probably the fourth... This is the first fourth quarter in, like, a month and a half, or, like... All things considered.
0: Fair. Um, you know, at least we didn't have, like, a big lead to blow today. That's, yeah, that's one thing that, you know, changed on today's script. I guess Adam Silver gave us a break with that. We'll see what happens in the Sixers game. Dow
1: 30. may come back.
0: Um, Vivek says, from blowing big leads to coming back from deficits, 3 straight games, if not more in the recent stretch. I love to see this. Yeah, I mean, you know, showing the team has some, you know, they've they've matured a little bit. As you know, they were the ones being come back, came back from on. I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. They Um, were the team that they they were the team that was giving up, you know, these huge deficits before. um, So, you know, they're learning something from that. Um, You know, watching teams come back from huge deficits versus them. They were able to, I guess, internalize some of that. And have been able to utilize it when playing these teams. So, you know, hopefully they can continue to do that if they fall behind in games. I don't hope that they keep falling behind in games, but I hope that they're able to, you know, continue to show this resilience and, you know, are able to close games if it comes to it.
1: And ultimately, like, they've also won two games in a row when they were training at the third quarter after not winning any of those games beforehand. So they look like they're turning the corner. Hopefully it's like it lasts.
0: Yeah. And, you know, with the trade deadline coming up um, and, you know, the team potentially, you know, having some players moved around or, you know, rotation gets expanded and shifted around and whatnot, you know. They're going to have to. It's going to be interesting to see how that shakes things up as well as, you know, the whole resilience thing, too. My brothers, I,
1: I, I, I would, I the trade deadline thing. I guess we could talk a little bit about the trade deadline. Um, I don't know if they do anything, because it kind of seems like this. Well, from what we're hearing, it, they're kind of just like gonna chill.
0: Which, um, has been their mo the last yeah. couple of years.
1: Like, if they make a trade, it's usually an early trade, and. We haven't really seen them do anything day of the deadline. I think the only move they made was like when they traded Austin Rivers and Ignas Brazdeikis for like a second round pick or whatever, and they moved some money around. But like when they make their trades, they usually don't wait. Um, so I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they're just like, "Well, we're thirty and twenty-six. Um, Where we got two All-Star caliber players, two All-Stars, really." And, like, ultimately, we feel like we can beat any team in the league. Why not just see where the road takes us, especially if the Nets look like they might get a little bit more risky. They traded Kyrie, and who knows what might happen with Durant. So,
0: Yeah. I mean, they're probably looking at, you know, the – Surgeons, because I don't want to say resurgence, because that would imply that there was something to, you know, rise back up to with Deuce and Hartenstein. But the surgeons of Deuce and Hartenstein may have the front office being like, hey, you know, uh, maybe we just ride things out with them and see if they are able to continue being consistent at what they've been consistent at. You know, hopefully Hartenstein's able to continue with his rim protection um as well as you know his rebounding you're hoping deuce continues to shoot with confidence and play with like no hesitancy so you know they may be looking at these things hopes and seeing and hopefully the, they're, they're probably hoping that there is something that can be you know replicated continuously but i i am someone that you know, even if you do believe in those guys to continue what they're doing, I still would rather them trade for like even like a Gary Trent for like a couple of seconds, something like that, just to have like that extra bench score that you know can be reliable.
1: Yeah, I I didn't need that more than anything. Um, so I guess what well, from what we heard today, the Knicks uh aren't interested or not, they're not interested. It's a matter of they're not in play for OG and, and OB. Um We've also heard that Milwaukee has expressed interest in Derek Rose. Uh, so it's looking like they might get a move done. And if they do get the move done, it might be a situation where they're maybe trading out some uh, cam and they're getting back a couple seconds or something. And, you know, this one obviously loves their second round picks. Mm Mm-hmm. So, ah, it might be pretty notable. I don't know if they get a rotation player, though. I don't know if they do that. It wouldn't surprise me if they did.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just, like, so used to Nick standing pat at the trade deadline that I'm, like, if they do make a move, like, that would – it wouldn't shock me, but it would be like a pleasant little surprise, you know. Oh, the next they made a move on trade deadline day, but if they don't, then you know, I guess we're gonna keep rolling out with Deuce and Hartenstein and and IQ and Obi, and you know,
1: Which is the just worst hoping thing. for
0: the best. It's not, it's not the best. It's not the worst thing ever either. It's just like if the team really does want to take themselves like a little bit more seriously, then they do need to, you know, upgrade the bench scoring because, like forney ain't gonna have you know five threes off the bench every every game. Like that ain't that's not gonna happen. Like Deuce isn't gonna shoot like this every game. So you know, Knicks just gotta see what they think is gonna be reliable for them and stick to it.
1: Yeah, I just I would definitely like to get um one one guy just to like come in and stabilize the bench a bit. And they can't get Burks this year because of the CBA. So, I don't know where they're going to get that from, but I would like to see it, ultimately.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Chris Bernhard. He says, Someone somehow convinced IQ to take a 575 so we can have the best secret in the league, along with the best contract in the league.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he took... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he does something like four seventy two. I I don't think quickly is gonna have this huge market that a lot of people think he's gonna have. Because well, first school. of all,
0: teams won't be able to pay anybody because like, doesn't nobody have any cap space?
1: Yeah, nobody has cap space. I mean, there's the idea of a sign and trade, but like, you'd have to trade assets to acquire Emmanuel quickly. And you'd have to sign him to a number that the Knicks don't feel comfortable signing him to. So, are you willing to give Emmanuel quickly four years, a hundred million dollars? Because that's what you're looking at. Because I don't think the Knicks are going to do anything less. Like maybe four ninety, but like I can't see that because the market is like so wild on him that like I I think he signs for something like what Colin Sexton signed for. So Colin Sexton signed for four seventy-two. I think he gets something around that. I was thinking 460 to begin the year, but like the Mitch deal, but like the fact that he's playing 30 minutes regularly, and he's such a, he's like a minus demon that like, I think there's definitely some stock in there, but ultimately like, unless you treat, feel comfortable trading on um, picks for Emmanuel quickly. I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I don't see much teams doing it. as much as I love Emmanuel quickly. I just don't see other teams really going that far.
1: I think also it's a matter of like trading picks for a manual quickly, and then like do the next thing. But want your stuff, so like yeah, it's similar to the Brunson situation that happened this offseason. In fact, so like you have to get to a number where you don't feel comfortable resigning them, and you have to be able to shed salary or have salary space open. I just don't see that happening. I think there are a lot of guards out here in the league that, like, have more cachet than Emmanuel quickly is. And if he's not starting and he's just coming off the bench, then I think he just – I think he sticks with the Knicks anyway because, like, he's going to close a lot of games for the Knicks. And sure. ultimately speaking, he's playing 30 minutes a night. So I, I think, I think it'll be fine in terms of, like, value.
0: Yeah. Um. yeah I mean it all depends on like how teams value him as well as how, how much the Knicks really value him I mean there was a report like last month or so about like um was it I, Charlotte I that- and like not Charlotte but Phoenix Phoenix was looking at guys like Fred Van Vliet quickly and Terry Rozier as like Chris Paul like replacements, because like I guess I mean even now we're hearing that they're they're shopping Chris Paul, so like they're obviously looking to eventually move on from him. Um, and quickly was one of those names that was brought up, so you know teams like that you got to look out for for Emmanuel quickly, but yeah,
1: I get it. Uh, but yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if like just nothing happened on that front. Um, I think he'll sign this offseason though, so I'm not really worried about it.
0: Severinks let's talk about the fact that RJ is a stone awful defender until he gets that fixed for good we're kind of screwed because he's not an efficient enough score to make up for it
1: yep that's kind of it uh, he isn't good defensively he isn't good um, offensively and ultimately speaking that's a, that's a troubling situation especially for the guy you invested 107 million in
0: Yeah, I mean, just also, let me like-
1: Let me get this out the way. Anybody who thinks RJ Barrett should play the two does not watch RJ Barrett play defense. The dude's biggest problem is that he's slow and he can't navigate screens. Why the hell would you make him play against people who are, are quicker than him and can navigate and use screens to get their all, to get shots off? Like, RJ Barrett is a three, and he's closer to being a 3-4 than a 2-3. The guy moves like he's a lumbar.
0: Yeah, it goes back to um, a lot of people were saying, I guess, or at least saying he should do earlier this year was, like, he's got to cut down on that weight that he gained because if he's not going to use it properly, then, like, what's the point if it's just going to slow him down? Um, Yeah, I mean, defensively, times out there he look lost. I mean, there's a clip that's going around all over um, Nick's Twitter um, that, like, He absolutely, like, just, like, loses Franz on, like, a simple move. And Franz is able to get, I think, like, free throws out of it or a goaltend out of it. I forgot what what it was. I think
1: think it was free throws.
0: Okay. But, yeah, I mean, he's just got to be better. I I, I don't know. Like, maybe I hope Clyde's words, you know, light a fire under him um, for these next couple days. Um Maybe he needs the all-star break to, you know, recalibrate his mind. Um,
1: I'm just asking. hoping that
0: it's that's the case. But, yeah.
1: I just... Science so got to give. I just hope that he's able to fix it, but uh, I'm not confident.
0: Um... R also says RJ turned around, but he's still holding his team back without many minutes of inefficient play we have to deal with. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. The inefficient play. Uh, um, it's something that's been. I mean, whether he's sick or he's not, there's still some level of inefficient play that's still frustrating. I don't know what else to say about it. My brain is just like totally fried today. And- <laughs> You know, I'm just happy the next one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like I hope he turns it around. Uh, that's kind of it.
0: Like yeah,
1: as there's not much more to be said.
0: Um, Chris Bernhard says we'll be 2.5 back if the Nets lose tonight, which they did. So yes, sir. New name in the chat. Nafimol Huda I am so sorry if I butchered that Um, I deeply apologize what is RJ's trade value assuming we try to move on from him during the offseason when the extension kicks in I feel like the rest of the league correctly views RJ as a terrible defender plus inefficient scorer who's stealing is Wiggins light if everything works out
1: I mean I think he's young enough and like there's enough talent there to like some team maybe he you see with some team
0: would be intrigued by the you know prospects of a potential two-way wing
1: yeah like i
0: he's just gonna be buying into the two-way part
1: <laughs> yeah and i think like i i mean i don't think you're in the part where like you're trading for worst contract with rj barrett but i don't know if he's like oh the guy's gonna be like a really good piece you get back in a star trade i think he might just be like okay he's salary um, I do think you have to like temper. Ex- I think you have to like adjust your expectations. Cause I feel like the plan was, Ar- um Randall Brunson are like the guys you essentially build the front uh, build the franchise around. But like those are your primary guys. You ideally use RJ bear to like get the third guy. And I still think that's the case, but like Archibar is not going to be like the prize at the end of the tunnel. He's just going to be a guy you use to make the salary work. Which means that I think his rebound is a lot lower than um, it should it was going into the season. So mm-hmm. if he if he's able to rebound, then this is a moot point. If he can gets like fifty five through shooting, then like it's better, but like, ugh, it's it's rough, man. It's rough
0: very rough pause um no, jordan no. bub says drop a like and subscribe to the channel definitely do that we are on our way to 1k subs all that you do helps us with the youtube algorithm i have no idea how the youtube algorithm works but i do know that leaving a like and subscribing will help us out a ton. um Larry Israel asks Tyrese, how difficult is it to be afflicted with um omniscience?
1: Omniscience. Oh, God. Uh, Um, Yeah, it's basically being right all the damn time. Uh, I mean, like, it just, I don't want to be right about this shit. I don't want to be right. Like, it's hard being right. No, I'll tell you that much. I, everything about this offseason I was right about. So, hey, whatever. Sometimes you got to take a little victory lap, which I did. And sometimes you got to take another one, which I will. Hey, I told you JB was good, and went yelled at me in the podcast saying, why would you think, oh, Jalen Brunson going to make an all-star team? Ah. I was right. I said, you're going to be good this year. I was right. So Cam Reddish is a scammer. I was right. So Obi Thomas and not moving folks like that. I was Cam
0: right. Reddish. I mean, we've seen a, I've seen a ton of reports today about Cam Reddish in terms of. Um,
1: I'm tired of the view reports. I need some damn second round picks, bro. I need my damn hit.
0: How much credit is there to, how much credit do you think there is to the um, Chetty Osman thing?
1: I need it like I need air. I don't know if the Cavaliers make a move. I mean, that would be the ideal is getting Shetty, because Shetty would literally be our pe- our second best bench player. Um, so if we get Shetty and a pick, like I mean, if he needs to keep making some noise and keep making some noise, because yeah, I would love him on this team. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Jeff Green in the second. Mm. Like whatever we get back, I don't expect them to play. Like it's probably gonna be like Matt Mooney in a second, or like Matt who? Sorry, Dylan Windler in a second, like from the Cavs. That would probably like that would make salaries match. Um, or like Jeff Green or something like that. So I think whoever they get is not gonna be in the rotation, and whatever return they can use from that, they might use it to upgrade. But I I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they're still
0: running nine past the trade deadline. Man, I'm hoping they go back to 10 because of the trade deadline. Like, after the trade deadline, they acquire someone, you know, using out-of-rotation players or, you know, out-of-rotation salary as well as... my brain just went blank. As well as picks, like second round picks or whatever, to acquire, like, you know, a 10th man that we can use to, you know, dispel some wig minutes. That would help a ton, I think.
1: Trevor Keogh season. I mean, I would say that with a straight. I mean, I'm in joke about saying that.
0: Um, Larry Israel says Grimes got a pull. He drove into non-close. I was like, oh, three don't, times today don't even start. Oh man, yeah, this is exactly. Why I wasn't like too pissed at RJ playing over him in the in the fourth because at least like RJ was like taking breeze when he was open. Like Grimes will be open for a three. Hesitate. Wait for the guy to come to him. Pump fake. Drive into cl- cl- drive into like traffic. It's like, bro, like. He even had a, like a travel off of it too. So it's like he's got to just shoot. Like, how many times do we have to tweet for him to shoot? How many times does Julius have to tap him on the court and you know, tell him to shoot?
1: So he has to be in his ass. Like, at some point, somebody got to get some hands on him because, like, you're supposed to be the damn shooter and you want to keep. You want to keep trying to blow by people. He read that damn Fred Katz article, and now he's thinking he's some kind of dude. Like, no, bro, just take your shot.
0: Yeah. You're a shooter? Shoot. Just shoot, man. I don't get it.
1: I don't need Reggie Bullock back. Reggie Bullock will put them things up. Even if they do miss, he'll put them up.
0: Yo, LeBron is scoring like. He scoring like how I be scoring in my career when I want to drop like 40 or something.
1: Son said, I want the record tonight. Kareem's in the house. This is petty scoring, bro. I need it.
0: He's going to break it one way or another tonight. Like, he is going to play in garbage time if he needs to. It's
1: going to be Kobe 60. That man is taking 50 shots to get 36. It don't matter.
0: Yeah. Russ, don't even. Wow, he shot that. And missed it, of course. Russell Man, Westbrook. remember the days when folks was begging for Russ to be a Nick?
1: They still are. Some of them still. Whoever
0: is, up. they bro, need. We, they need something beyond God. Bro, like, when, they,
1: when we was down bad, and it was like, oh, let's get Russell Westbrook in to help the rebounding and, and passing off the bench. And I'm like, dog, he's gonna fuck up everything else. Why would you do that? I, I, I like
0: just, is rebounding that you know, important to folks. Well,
1: but no. he's going to be sixth end of the year, Sam. What do you mean? Hmm. Wait. Um, That man has a forty-nine true shooting. <laughs> it's over.
0: That's so bad. Wait wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Does Deuce have a higher true shooting than, than Russell Westbrook? I gotta see.
0: Probably. Yo, but in the meantime...
1: And Deuce is shooting like Garbage.
0: Virgil X says, how close is Stibbs were winning you over? As close as he was to um, winning me over when he was 3-17 and 17 last year.
1: At this point, I'm just like, I'm glad you're not messing it up for anybody. <laughs> yeah, like, he's not winning anybody over. He's
0: just kind of like... That's how close Stibbs is to winning me over. He is as close to his winning me over as he was around this time last year. So when we were smoking games... We were we, we was up by 25. We were well, we up by almost 30. That's how close he is to winning me over.
1: We was chatting, bearing the timeline, and then the third quarter would hit, and then we would be down seven. And you're just like, what the hell happened? He winning me over ever like, until he – he could win a championship, and I'm still going to be skeptical. I'm going to treat him like that. The, the Astros GM. You win a championship, and you still getting fired. Like, I'm over it. I'm done.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, he's just he's just really basic. This team has outlived basic. They are a team that, you know, they can afford to be creative. They can, you know.
1: And also speaking, like, yes, he will have lived up to expectations for the roster. Because I don't think anybody had high hopes for this roster, but at the same time, like you still kind of feel like you're leaving meat on the bone.
0: Definitely. Definitely. All right. Before we head out of here, next game is versus the Sixers. You are – we are honestly just hoping that we can replicate Sunday or at least hoping the Sixers plays replicate Sunday because they were not that good on Sunday. Um, outside of Joel Embiid, who even he wasn't good, he just – Put up a bunch of free throws to make his numbers look better, but, I mean, Tobias Harris was alright, I guess. James Harden was not James Harden that we're used to seeing versus us, which could definitely change. um But, yeah, we just gotta, you know, I'd say let Embiid cook and just worry about stopping the other guys.
1: Yep, if James Harden is going to get foul-grifted by Jalen Brunson, I think they have a chance. So,
0: Jim Brunson was hunting the hell out of him.
1: My man, he took the All Stars not personally. Like he said it' gonna be me and not you. Honestly, the way coaches treat him James Harden, it wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Brunson.
0: Uh-huh. I, I hope, hope so. so.
1: I hope so. Like that's what I mean. Oh, and B starts. Like I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Like I don't think they give it to Siakam is my thing.
0: Maybe they could. They replace a fr- they might replace a front goal player for a front goal player. So it's like, I, don't they know. I
1: think it's like I don't know who else is in the conversation. Like it's Siakam or it's somebody else. So I I, it, I think it might be Brunson. I don't know. I, I have a feeling. Like, I like I think the national media kind of being, like, for, Brons- for Brunson. Like, I, I don't know. It would just me. I mean, I think right now you're looking at, the like, Zion's out, Curry's out, KD's out. So uh, I think it might be, like, Fox. um, Fox, it'll be maybe AD. Not probably not AD. Fox, Anthony Edwards, and, like, Brunson. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Could be. Um, Virgil X, he'll be our last comment of today because my brain is done. Um, When will be the next game that the Knicks will have a blowout decisive victory? Feels like it's been a while. Hmm. The Jazz. Yeah, I was going to say the Jazz, but like... I don't know. What are our next couple games?
1: We play... Sixers, You play the Jazz on a the back-to-back. Then we play the Nets. Then we play the Hawks. And that's the All-Star break.
0: Maybe the Hawks? Maybe? I don't know. They're a weird team. Hey,
1: the Hawks in Atlanta? I'm not buying
0: it. Imagine we imagine we blow out the Nets. That would be hilarious. So
1: if we blow out the Nets, I swear we're running the chip. I'm treating that like my chip. Because we deserve it that point. Chip. Hey, we deserve it at that
0: point. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. We're gonna end here. My brain is fried. I tried. Um, didn't even mean to rhyme right there. Shout out to everyone that came and left a comment. Um, we tried to get to as many as possible. Knicks win. You know, hopefully we keep the momentum going. On Friday, tomorrow, Jalen Brunson gets his jersey retired. In Villanova, so shout out to him. Um, true winner, won two national championships there. So, you know, good for him. Um, yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next one after Friday's game. Hopefully, the Knicks beat the Sixers once again. Um, yeah, make sure you guys check out everything strict related in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter all great ways to support us. We are also on Instagram at the um, yeah, everyone have a good Wednesday and Thursday. I'm gonna go get some sleep.